Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast. Nice to have you back. Nice to be back. Today our podcast, the title is A Pat on the Rump. Uh, It's taken from Mark Jasper's book, The Dennis Inn. Um, Taken from, of course, Mark Jasper's book, Haunted Cape Cod and the Islands, published in 2001. And uh, we'll begin... The setting is one of tranquility, a sprawling, weather-shingled colonial set on spacious grounds, surrounded by manicured shrubs and blooming springtime flowers. Very pretty. The Dennis Inn dates back to 1928 when it was built as a private summer home. In 1947, it became an inn and restaurant. The present owners, Linda Garland, now remember this is 2001, and Sebastian Falcone, originally operated the business as an inn and restaurant. They began specializing in special events. Over time, they enjoyed this part of the business so much that they slowly phased out everything else and now focused on weddings and other private functions. After a brief tour, and this is Mark Jasper again, I asked Sebastian, I understand your inn has a ghost. Sebastian replied, you say ghost. We just use that word because we don't know how else to label it. Sebastian said, when he first purchased the inn, odd little occurrences began to happen. First, he kept it to himself until his staff began mentioning funny little things that they, too, were experiencing. That's when everyone began sharing their stories. They all came to the realization they might be sharing the inn with a ghost, or more than one. Sebastian said that a magazine once did an article about their ghost. After receiving many letters from people inquiring about the ghost, he received a startling phone call. The woman started by saying, I just want you to know I am not a nut. In fact, my niece lives right next to you. I have a story I think you might be interested in. The woman went on to say that she used to summer at the inn when it was still a private home. Back in the 1940s, apparently, her sister's husband was a pilot during World War II. He was shot down, captured, and imprisoned in Germany. One day, out of the blue, the family maid said, Your husband is out of prison. The woman made an inquiry at the Veterans Administration about her husband's release. No one had any information about his status. Two and a half days later, the Veterans Administration called the house. They had just received word that her husband had escaped from the German prison camp. It seemed that the maid was a little bit clairvoyant. After reading the article in the magazine, This woman had called the Dennis Inn 
to tell them she believed that it was the maid's ghost haunting the inn. I asked Sebastian to go into some detail about the ghost. He began by saying that every so often, when he climbed into bed at night, he feels the other side of the bed go down as if someone had just joined him. Apparently, this began happening from day one and still continues. Sebastian recalled when Linda's mother was out in the yard one day cutting flowers. She took off her gloves, put her scissors on top of the gloves, and went inside for a little break. When she returned to the yard, the scissors were nowhere to be found. About a year later, Sebastian needed an end table that was stored up in the attic. When he picked up the table, he heard something sliding in the drawer. He put the table down and opened the drawer. Incredibly, inside were the scissors Linda's mother had lost a year previously. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sebastian's son had a little run-in with the ghost as well. Wanting to move to the Cape, his son had driven down one evening for a job interview the next morning. While he was sleeping, he was awakened by a cold draft. He climbed out of bed, closed the window, and went back to sleep. Again, he was awakened by a cold draft. The window he had closed was now wide open. His son was so frightened, he left in the middle of the night. <clears throat> Excuse me. The inn once employed a bartender who used to scoff at the idea of the place harboring a ghost. Sebastian said he was a handsome bodybuilder with a big ego to boot. One evening, after the bar had closed, the bartender was in the wine cellar, stocking up for the next day. While bending over to grab a bottle, he felt a pat on his rump. Thinking it was a waitress, he quickly straightened up and turned around. He was astonished to find himself completely alone. He walked out of the wine cellar with his eyes as big as saucers. He was now a believer. He even went so far as to name the ghost. He called her Lillian after his stepmother, whom he despised. So ends Mark's story. We'll take a short break here and return after this little commercial, which sometimes we have, sometimes we don't. So, be back in a few. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I'm back, and I'm going to try again. This is the second part of the podcast. Um, let me go back to the second part. Here we go. A brief history of the Dennis Inn from their website, www.thedennisinn.com. Windswept was the name of the inn at one time. The Dennis Inn has a rich history. Now, this came right off their website. The inn was originally constructed as a gracious home by Willie Nickerson in the early 1920s. In the 1930s, Richard Aldrich, who founded the Cape Playhouse, 
rented the Dennis Inn as a summer home. In the 1940s, the house was the family residence of the Hall family, a family that has a storied Dennis lineage going well back to the 1700s. The original Hall owner of the Dennis Inn was Howard Hall, who owned the property with his wife, Genevieve, in the 1940s. Now keep her name in mind. In the 1950s, Howard's children, Howard Budge Hall and Ann Hall Hatcher, operated the property as a restaurant called The Windswept. Now, The Windswept provided upstairs accommodations along with a classic Cape Cod Fair restaurant and cocktail lounge on the first floor. Now, according to Ann Hall Hatcher, Irving Berlin and his family spent an entire summer as guests at The Windswept, while other regular guests included, listen to these names, Shelley Winters, Billy Burke, Paulette Goddard, Donna Meachie, and Tallulah Bankhead. Indeed, when Windswept was in its heyday, local Cape Codders and Cape Playhouse stars mingled, danced, and celebrated late into the summer evenings, according to Anne. In the 1960s and the 1970s, the Dennis Inn had multiple incarnations, including the Dennis Inn Restaurant and La Coque, La Coque, it's a French name, C-O-Q-U-I-L-L-E, Restaurant. In the 1980s, the Dennis Inn transitioned into more of an event venue, primarily focused on wedding-related functions. In the years, in the 2000s, the Dennis Inn was purchased by Treats, T-R-E-A-T-S, Catering, to create a dynamic business that combined a 25-year-old Cape Cod catering business with one of the longest tenured function venues on Cape Cod. Today, the combination of these two businesses continues to provide a unique setting for whatever celebration you may have in mind. Now, so ends the history of ghost and ghostly residents of this historic home. Who are or is or are the ghosts? My sources tell me that she, the maid, the one who gave that um, clairvoyant, the one who was thought to be clairvoyant, and her swain are happily haunting the owners and a few of the guests. Genevieve's maid, now she, I told you to remember her name, Genevieve's maid died under mysterious circumstances. Rumor has it that she died of food poisoning, and her swain, or her beau, was so distraught that he walked into the ocean and drowned. Now because they met and loved at the inn, they stayed there as ghostly, Residence. <laughs> Can you find a more romantic ghost story than that? There you have it. This is our podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed this story. Up next is the Old Yarmouth Inn and a story entitled Push, P-U-S-H. Honestly, Mark, what a great title. 
And thank you. This podcast and all of our podcasts are created on Spotify for podcasters. And you can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon Music. Oop, I forgot iHeartRadio. iHeart Podcasts, too. Or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have any comments or suggestions, or even have a ghost story to share, drop us a, li- drop us a line at our free email address, ghostly dot residence at gmail.com now the transcript for this podcast can be found on our website www.capecodwriters.net the best way to be notified when we have a new podcast is to subscribe to this podcast on spotify thank you for listening we look forward to hearing from you stay tuned.